The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I had to get money really quickly because I got kicked out, so I had a lot to prove. To get rejected, formally mm. is different especially when you've dropped out of uni yeah. kicked out your mum's house and someone's just sacked you you just feel like life's over bro you see once I started working and getting money you see once I opened that book again I was like I don't care about biology <laughs> anymore man. I had the perfect job there was nothing had told me I was a businessman but to me I'm just I'm a businessman I'm mm. meant to be a businessman I don't know what I'm doing here power to do that made me feel really confident in all walks of life like i had three months in a row where I'd made 10k I was like eh, I actually want to get out of my bubble but Dubai was off to Dubai, like no, no planning. Like the first place I stayed in. I was coming back off of extreme losses. I was coming out of bankruptcy, bro. Like yeah. I had hit rock bottom. I hadn't seen 10 grand a month, probably in about a year, bro. That's crazy for me, bro. Since I was 20, I'd been making quarter of a mil yeah. every year. As soon as he believed in it and I showed him some numbers and I, I made things make sense. Um, from then he was like, okay, cool. What are you doing today? And I was like, well, I'm working. He's like, okay, cool. Come work at my office today. It was a new chapter. So I wanted a new circle. If you're getting away from something or you're turning a new leaf it's important to cut everything else that associates with that you're not defined by where you, where you come from yeah. and I think that's a big message that I always yeah. want to tell people like like you have to be able to be uncomfortable yeah. like be comfortable with being uncomfortable when you grow up in ends you don't realise it when you're confident but you have an audacity to do things that ordinarily most people wouldn't be doing. How's it going? Tris. It's been a long time, man. I know, yeah, man. It's been overdue. Firstly, thanks for having us. Obviously, we should have should have done the first one face to face, but true. You know, we was being remote as we are, but yeah. it was a good episode. Very and, good um, episode. Big up you for that because, um, like I said before, off camera at the time that was therapy, bro. That episode was <laughs> therapy, and it was the beginning of everything as well. So it's good to. You're probably. I'm always going to repost that every now and then. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Because what we were saying in there, what I was saying in there is what we ended up doing. So yeah. Sometimes we you actually built them. something out of it. Yeah, it's yeah, mad, yeah. isn't it? That's it. Yeah. 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 Bro. Normal, yeah. man. All right, before we, before we get into the episode, obviously, you want to introduce, we got Cam yes. as well here. Do you want to yes, yes, say a little yes. bit about yourself? Yes, I'm Cam, famously, that's what I always say. Um, and obviously one half of Cut the Crap. Um, and yeah, man, that's 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 what I do. I'm yeah. in the building. I'm outside, but I'm in the building. Outside. And you lot are actually outside because you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. out here from Dubai, mm -hmm. right? How's it going in Dubai? Yeah, it's going, going good, man. Outside. It's going good. Um, obviously, we're right now we're very much focused on the corporate industry over there. So, like in the last few weeks, we announced that we had just signed a joint venture with some investors for the company, okay. which was like a big, a big pivotal moment for us. Um, it's opened up a lot of doors for us in regards to B 2 Bs, and now we're we're sitting down with real estate companies. We've opened up a leg of our business, which is now recruitment as well as the sales training. Um, so yeah, it's going good, man. I feel like the next, I'm very excited for next year now because I feel mm. like next year we're going to really be, that. Like, the goal is, is to be locked in with the majority of sales-based companies, whether that's real estate, recruitment, whatever that is over there. Um, and then start to bridge the gap between there and here, which is why we keep coming back and doing mm. these tours and just connecting with the people, you know? 
Cool, 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 cool. Because I was going to ask you what, what, what are you doing back in London, yeah. man? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Sunny Dubai. You left Sunny Dubai to be down there, innit? Yeah, but yeah. home is home, innit? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And what Tris was saying yesterday is that we always bring the weather with us, man. Yeah. Every time yeah, we come yeah, back. Yeah. No, October, when we come right? back. Well, listen, it's been quite warm. It's been yeah, quite yeah, warm yeah. since we come back. Um, but yeah, no, it's just good to to actually make remote is good and obviously we're always big advocates for remote but there's mm. still nothing like touching down and just seeing people man and building mm. connections that way yeah i love that love that all right so before we get into you know obviously the self story let's let's talk a little bit about your backstory mm-hmm. just we've obviously already talked about it on the other episode mm-hmm. but um just to give them a bit of a brief for the people that haven't yeah, listened cool. to it um they need know. to go and listen to it by the way <laughs> yeah they should just we're just not going to tell them everything yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously but obviously talk to people like where where, where you grew up and where did you go to school? Um, I grew up in South East London, Catford. I went to school in Catford as well. Um, I went to a private school, but obviously in the middle of the ends. Mm. And um, yeah, man, South East London, like originally I was actually born in East, but South East is like, that's the mm. home. That's where everything started for me, man. Yeah. And what was school like for you at them times? Um, private school, obviously in like Lewisham. What, yeah. What was it? Yeah. St. Dunstan's College. Okay. Where are you from? I'm from Gamboa. I don't oh, really yeah. know. Because you though, just said Lewisham, I, I, so I don't really know. Yeah, no, because you just said Lewisham, I was thinking you must know the ends. But yeah, um, yeah, it was it was mad, bro. Like it was it was obviously like literally like yin and yang. Like I'd go into school, um, like a lot of the kids were they were rich in it. They were born into money. A lot of them. Okay. So like their parents had nice cars, and they'd have au pairs, and they'd have chauffeurs and stuff like that. And then going back to like where I'm from, which is only like five minutes down the road, because people would come far and wide for that mm. school as well. Like it would be um, a total opposite. Like it would be a lot of like, I mean, the ends in it. So it's just like typical end shit basically. Yeah. So yeah, like going to school was good because it, it opened my eyes to like abundance and wealth and success. And it helped me understand the the, the importance of speaking better and communicating mm. better and being able to get into better rooms. Um, and that I think now, you know, like stuff you learn at school, sometimes it doesn't always, you don't see the importance of it yeah. until you're like, it could come again when I'm 60. And then when I'm, do you know what I mean? Now at this age, especially with what we're building, especially being heavy in the sales industry, yeah. like I realized how much of an effect going to a private school had. Do yeah. you get what I mean? So yeah, man, it was good, man. Sick, man. Yeah. Lucky. Fortunate. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Very, very fortunate, man. 100%. Pick up Mumsy, man. That was a priority to her. Like, that was, that was, the, there was a non-negotiable, like, education was her, that was it. She didn't care about nothing else. Mm. Just education was the, like, she cared about other things, but that was the number mm. one thing, mm. you know what I mean? It looks like it's like a full circle moment, which obviously we'll, we'll tie into. But Cam, mm. what about you? Well, I, where, where did you grow up in? And what, I grew what up in you go to? Bromley and I went to school mm. in Bromley as okay, well. Close to Lewisham, yeah. Yeah, 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 reasonably close. And for me, it, the school I went to wasn't a private school, but it was a it was a very good school. So it was like kids that didn't go to private school would, would oftentimes go there. And so for me, it was it was kind of similar because I went to a school where everyone had a lot of money. So I okay. would just feel hard done by just just because I wasn't hard done by, but because of the people at school, I used to feel like I was. So school was a bit, it was good. I, I enjoyed school thoroughly, but it was, I always used to feel like I had less than I actually had. And that was just because of my environment, because I didn't actually have little, but just mm. at school, it literally just felt like I did. <laughs> um, so then that used to spur me to want more at school. So it always kind of motivated me to want to do more when I was at school. And then I feel like that just continued on forever. Mm. What, what was the more that you were doing at that time? 
The more that I was doing was just just school legal activities. Thing. No, by things the way. that you Let's could not do at talk school. About the illegal activity of the <laughs> no, just things you could do at school. So just like selling sweets mm. at school, and then it went on to um, I would I would sell fake clothes. I would just do the just normal kind of school stuff that 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 people wanted, mm. and then where I would know where like you can buy. Because I would go to, to the hood or I might go to my dad's house mm -hmm. and right next to my dad's house, there'll be a shop that sells fake, fake clothes. These people at school don't know about fake clothes. <laughs> they just assume everything's real. So I roll in, I say, look, I have this. At the time it was, um, what, what would I sell? We'd sell um, Ralph Lauren tracksuits with the, with the big pony on them. That was the in thing at the time. So I'll just sell them. And Man. they would never know it was fake. Like we, I, I would know it was fake if someone's selling it, but they just assume everything's real. Everything they get is real. So that's it. Bro, so that was so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then That's even crazy. small things like I would, I would play, um, I would play people at at, at sports. So, like I would play people at badminton for money, and That's that was it. Bra. They would, they would bring money. In. Yeah, yeah, but they would bring money, in. and my thing is, I never used to lose. But I thought, boy, if I lose, I ain't even got fifty pounds. You bring in your fifty for me, but but yeah. So that was my thing. Just little, just kind of small things. It was just leveraging the people that had money yeah. that their parents would give them, and I'd be like, if your parents would give me the money, mm. your parents might as well just give it to me. Mm. So, so that was, that, was, that was my thing. So you think that that came from like the lack of like that? No, that that's the thing. It wasn't actually the lack of. That's mm. why I, I, like, I always want to make it very clear. It wasn't mm. the lack that I had. It was just the abundance that they had. Okay, like, that that was that's literally that's that's the main thing that I want to make clear. I don't want to make it seem like mm. I I didn't have much because I did have mm. a lot. It was just they had, they had a lot more. more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was that's very interesting. Yeah. So that kind of obviously gave you that motivation to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I always thought they they didn't have the motivation. Like I would make an effort to want to look cool so like I'd make sure that my trainers were always new but they had loads of trainers and theirs were never new but like it was I always used to notice that like I used to feel like I wanted to go the extra mile to show that I do have things mm. and, and look presentable and try and, and do things mm. um, and I think that's just continued on Mad and you didn't end up going to uni right? No I didn't I didn't I was meant to I planned to and then I didn't get the results that I'd wanted to um and then I was meant to retake one of my I, I what is it called I deferred I think it's a deferred yeah, like where you can go in, for a year, yeah. yeah deferred for a year then I was gonna retake a subject and I actually started working in that time and then as soon as I opened my book I remember opening my book the first day and when I got my results it was the end of the world you see once I started working and getting money you see once I opened that book again I was like I don't care about biology anymore <laughs> man I can't open this I just closed up the book I just thought yeah forget it I Mad. just started continue to work that's crazy that's mm. crazy it's, it's crazy like your paths are everyone, everyone says this it's, 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 it's different but it's similar yeah mm. very the same similar. thing he just said about like not necessarily having little but feeling like that and then kind of that leads to you kind of wanting to show you don't mm. that was like my first the beginning of my 20s was mm. very much built on that mm. it helps me become successful but it also like it helped me build a mask which we yeah. which me and you spoke about in the last mm. episode so yeah mad so okay let, let, let's start tris how did you get into sales uh, what um, was your first sales because obviously cam's one was much younger yeah that that's cam's like unofficial like that's that's in the school in school if we're talking about in school i think we all sold something yeah, yeah you know what i mean fair. um but professionally my first sales role was a cold calling like just a call center like okay. literally just to um go on the internet trying to find a role so i i, I left home really i left home at 17 mm. so my i was in a bit of a like a rush not even a bit like i had to get money really quickly because i got kicked out so i had a lot to prove mm. so when i got kicked out i was literally just 
on a hunt for roles that I would be able to get into that didn't require a degree. Cause obviously I, I not even obviously, but I dropped out of uni. Mm. Um, and all the roles that were showing up like that, that were showing looking quite lucrative, because I was always very, always very money hungry to some extent, were sales roles. So I can't, I can't lie. I kind of taught myself what the sales industry was just from job boards at first. I used to, me, I, the way I do things when it comes to like, if I'm looking for a property, if I'm looking for a car or whatever, I just go machine gun it. So I'll just apply to everything. So I was applying to every recruitment company in London, like they were all calling me. And they were all sending me different roles. And then what I would do is I would go, I would go to um, meet the, because the way that recruitment, I don't know if it still works like that now, um, then, now, but it, back then you'd go up and meet the recruitment advisor first mm. and they'd just confirm if you was a suitable fit, this, that and the other. And they'd do a little pre-interview with you before they started placing you. So I just used to go to all those interviews and just kind of just pick their brain and find out more about what sales roles would be good. Um, Cause a lot of them were masked with terminologies I didn't understand, like account yeah. executive for a year. I didn't understand that I was just a sales role. Mm. I'm it's like, basically a sales role. But yeah. to be honest, I applied for that because it sounded cool. Like I just wanted something that I could tell my mum I was doing and she'd be like, that's impressive. And I could make money from an account executive to a 17 year old from Southeast London is crazy. <laughs> yeah, like that looks like, that sounds like you are gone. Yeah. So, um, I was just on the hunt for roles and then I ended up finding like, bro, I'd done so many different sales roles before I got into high ticket sales. So mm. I was doing like, I was calling like raising money for Bupa and Oxfam. Wow. And like, I used to have like just this computer that just literally was lead, next lead. As soon as you put the phone down, next lead would come. Like this is mm. proper like trenches shit. It was up in like Old Street. The office was just dirty. <laughs> like it was just like, <laughs> it was just like the environment was just, it was just trenchy. But but it was just like, and when I looked to my left and right, it's just people that felt like they were just on like their last legs, man. Do you get what I'm saying? Like just trying to work out how they can make money. And then I realized really quickly that that kind of cold calling, like it's just, it's hard to make money, innit? You just got to hit quotas really. You don't, it's not it's not really a sell. Yeah. It's just more of a survey. So I skipped out of that. So that was my first. And then um, after that, I went into probably a few more others of similar kind. And then I started looking at account executives. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want an account executive role. Mm. Didn't know what it was, but I wanted that. Yeah. So, um, and then, and then they started, put, I started seeing a lot of roles that were in advertising sales. And I had always had a background within marketing and branding. So mm. I, again, I didn't even know what it was, yeah. but I saw advertising and sales and I thought, there we go. That's the one. Okay. I saw 25K, Sutton OTE. I'm like, yeah, hmm. this is the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my first role, like in that kind of part of the industry, was in Shoreditch. I was selling advertising space. We used to sell the advert space that was on the Ryanair boarding passes. Okay. So I learned a lot in that role because it was targeted advertising. So what it meant is that if you're sitting on an aeroplane mm. and the advert's on your boarding pass, it's just you and you've got no distractions on the aeroplane. Obviously nowadays you have more, but mm. back then you didn't. And I thought that was mad smart. That's why yeah, I first started really understanding smart. marketing because I was thinking, so they target. So the people I'm pitching, I'm basically trying to sell the advert space. And the benefits of this advert space is you can get in front of a consumer mm. for a minimum of six hours or three hours because the flats are like three hours, undistracted. And that's a, that's good for a business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I'm only 18. Mm. Like, and that, that was quite a big <coughs> thing. Um, and then, yeah, so then ironically, I got sacked from that role. Yeah. <laughs> is about, that the one that you posted? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Keith. the one. Yeah, yeah, that's Keith. Yeah, Have you made brother. peace with him now? Nah, man. I'm making <laughs> yeah. peace with man for, man. I don't want to dead no beef. Nah. Do you know what it is? He, what, what got me, obviously, in hindsight, big up him because yeah. I needed that. And you know, like when you're young and you step out in the world 
and you just kind of you don't really realize that like rejection hurts bro no matter how mm. tough you've been in the ends or wherever you're from to get rejection formally mm. is different <laughs> do you know what i mean level, it's different because you start to feel especially when you've dropped out of uni yeah. kicked out your mom's house and someone's just sat you you just feel like life's over bro mm. so he actually said that i i just wasn't good at sales he said I wasn't good at sales, which good story though, man. Yeah, which, okay. Which I kind of had to. But did he give you any like critical feedback? To um, improve this. Improve do you know that? what though? He he probably did at the time, but I can't remember. But what I will okay. say in hindsight, I was very distracted because all I ever wanted to do was build a business. Right. So the only reason I got into these roles is I wanted to. I already had a bit of an like following on Twitter, mm. and I had a PR company. I mean, company, but what felt like a company. Um, so all I wanted to do was get money to go back and fund that. Okay. So at the time I used to, in the office, unfortunately, I used to spend a lot of time researching PR and marketing, mm -hmm. distracted. So he said, I remember him saying, you're, you're distracted. Right. Um, and then I had another role where they looked at my computer activity and they could see I was on Twitter like most of the day. So then, yeah, it just wasn't going good. And then that, that same role that I got sacked from, it kind of, like I said, it gave me a kick up the ass because mm -hmm. like, bro, I can't lie, I was down bad, man. Like, that was, yeah. that was horrible. Um, yeah. And then from there, I ended up at a really good company called Haymarket, which is a huge company. They're still big now. They're based in Hammersmith. They're a publishing company. And I used to sell advert space for, um, they've got a magazine title called Marketing Week. Mm. So I sell advert space on there. It was for recruitment um, advert space. So that's what taught me about recruitment. Okay. So now I've, no, now I've learned about marketing. I've learned about recruitment. I'm probably like 18, going on 19. Mm. Then I started to like that role. Um, and at these times, like, bro, I can't lie, and S might even remember this, that like, I used to go up to that role, that job in Hammersmith, I'm broke, bear in mind, yeah, and I'm I'm pushing through barriers to get to work. Certain times I'm late to work because I ain't got money for the, like, I never forget that Haymarket, I used to think, I used to think that Hammersmith was so far, because nah, where I'm not. from, nah, of course it's not, but <laughs> yeah, where I'm from, days, like, yeah, that's yeah, overground from Sydenham, yeah. <laughs> Quay, duck and diving, all of that. So, um, yeah, then one day a friend of mine, who was a friend of mine from school. The benefit of going to diverse schools is you meet diverse people. Mm. So you meet people from all different backgrounds. Yeah. And I had a good friend and he was in high ticket sales and he was selling at the time um, fine wine. And I didn't, okay. I didn't know anything of it. Obviously fine wines are collectible as an yeah. investment. Yeah. And so is art. He was only selling fine wine at the time. And I didn't really, I didn't get it. Like I didn't understand what he was doing. And to be honest, when he, he kind of was pushing the role on me because he was like, you'll be good at this because I used to do events. And he was like, you know how to sell everything so you could do this. But I had a lot of pride towards it because my thing was, that's your path, not mine. Mm. Like I want to do music and PR and all this kind of stuff. So then um, he ended up basically saying to me like, bro, you'd be so good at this, so good at this. Just trust me, bro. Then he called me one day and he was like, bro, they've said to me, if I hit a certain target, I think... The target was 150. So if he made 30,000 pound that month, which was the target of his commission, they would allow him to have a, what we'd call now an appointment setter. Mm. But at the time it's called an opener or a junior. Mm. So that meant that he was opening it up to me. He was saying, bro, like, I'm going to hit the target. I know I'm going to hit it. I could get you a job. So I was like, all right, cool. He said, just jump on a phone call with this guy, the manager. I remember running out of lunch. I had a phone call with this guy. And then he was just basically like, come down for an interview tomorrow. <laughs> Bear in mind, I've just started the job. Mm. But, at the time, uh, my friend had just gone from a uh, Ford Fiesta to an Audi TT, then an Audi TT to an X6. Mm. But we're not even 20 yet. So now I'm like, Shit. yo, like, whoa, whoa, what's going wow. on over there? And he's, a, and he's a very, also, he's not even someone that you would look at and think, mm. what dodgy thing is he doing? Because he's mad legitimate. He's, like, he's from a great area. So I'm like, yo, what are you doing? So then, um, so I was just like, fuck it, man. I'm missing work tomorrow. <laughs> Went for the interview. And then got the job, and then that's how I got into high ticket sales. That's crazy. Mm. 
Mad. Mm. What about you, Cam? And actually, you know what, Cam? I'm going to get you to explain what high ticket sales is because Tristan <laughs> want to explain it, right? Yeah. So how do you get into sales? So I got into sales um, because I didn't actually mean to get into sales. So I was working. I, after I didn't go to university, I my uncle... He was a lift engineer and he had money. And my thing was very simple. It was like, you have money. I want money. How do I get money? And he was like, well, look, come and, come and work for me. So <clears throat> I'd work, I was working for him for a while. And then as I was working, I was like, I feel like this is a proper like Gen Z thing to say. But I used to be like, oh, man, this isn't it, man. Even though like my job was good. Everything was good about it. Like my mum used to say, I don't know why you don't like this job, but it was just a job that I didn't like. So it's like I had the perfect job. I would, I had a nice company car. I would start at like 10 a.m. I could finish by like 1 p.m. And everything was good. Life, like life was actually good, but I just didn't like it. Like, and it was just, it was just all in my head. It was like, I just don't like this. I'm a businessman. Yeah, and I, there was nothing had told me I was a businessman. But to me, I'm just I'm a businessman. I'm meant to be a businessman. I don't know what I'm doing here. And my thing was, my uncle's a businessman. He's smart. I'm smart too. I must be a businessman. So I wanted to. <clears throat> I got sucked into the typical um, stuff. So I'm online, like how to make a million pounds, and I'm looking at all those <laughs> things. It's like e-commerce, drop shipping. Hmm. Got you. Not really sure. Looking at all these different things, and then. The one that stuck out to me was making a marketing agency because I thought it just made the most sense. It was like you learn, to me, it was like you learn tangible skills. I knew that these like kind of get rich quick schemes, I knew they wouldn't last forever. Like drop shipping seems like something that's like not an algorithm, but it's like a little method that in 10 years might not exist or, or something. That was my thought at the time. So an agency made the most sense. I was like, I'm good at talking to people. Um, I'm good at winging it. So I'm just going to start an agency. So when I tried to start at first, I say start it, I just studied. Like I just knew about school. I didn't know about business. So my method of starting it was to get a course. I didn't buy the course. I just found a website where I could download this course for free. And then I just went through and I studied. But I never actually took any action. But to me, I've started a business. Such a okay. jumpy guy. In the yeah, yeah, I've started a business. I'm <laughs> so you didn't writing. do anything. I didn't do that. anything. I just wrote in the book. <laughs> and then I was like, a year later, I was like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm still at this job. I thought I was meant to have an agency. But anyway, never mind. So then I dropped it for a bit and then work started to get busy. And I was like, no, you know what? Forget this. So I paid a guy a thousand pounds to teach me how to start an agency. Um, and it's Ryan, big up Ryan. Um, and then I, I don't know why I paid him. He, well, he sold me. And the way that he sold me is he just seemed mad trustworthy. And he was at the time, but it, like he just had seemed very, very genuine. And I didn't have much money, but at the time I was like, all right, I'll just send him a thousand, send him a thousand. He taught me how to start an agency and obviously a big part of it was sales. You have to sell people into paying you to run their Facebook ads for them. So that was my introduction to sales. I would get on calls all the time, all day. I'd outreach to people. Then once people agreed to meet with me, I would then sell them. And what I realized is that I was very good at selling them, but I wasn't actually good at delivering the service that I was <laughs> delivering to them. Okay. But I became very good at signing clients. So then I ended up hiring for the back end so someone else would do the work. And then I was just the salesman of my of my business. Like I was the business owner, but effectively I was just the salesman. Okay. Um, and then that's what I did. And I did that for a few years, started to get better, started to sign higher ticket clients. So 
nothing that I've learned has ever been formal. It's been like through courses online that I just would spend all my money on mm. sales, client acquisition courses, and then just implementation. Like there was never any formal training. I never had a sales role. It was just four years of Zooms every day and just spending all the money that I got on extra resources to learn and then go from there. That's crazy. And what was high ticket sales, by the way? So People high ticket, high ticket sales down, yeah. is selling something that is expensive. Okay. Like I always like to to give a like cut, a cut the crap, crap method, mm. uh, like um thing to it. So there's not really much more to it. It's just selling something that's that's very expensive. Now, typically, when you buy something that's expensive, you're gonna need someone to give you a nudge over the line. So it's like if you wanted to buy something that's fifty quid, mm. you might just go online and you check out because a few words will get you to part ways of fifty quid. If you're gonna spend 50 grand you probably wouldn't just spend 50 grand on a website you'd probably fill out your details and someone would call you mm. that person that's calling you is is a high ticket salesman okay mad so what's it been the impact obviously like on sales in your life doing well being successful like, um just talk for, a bit about that yeah for me it's everything like when i look at sales obviously like i said i was kicked out I was in that situation got into sales high ticket sales started making money and then life just obviously you have your ups and downs but life was the trajectory was positive so i link sales with like bro sales is like a religion for me do you know what i mean like okay. sales, sales for me is way deeper because of what it done so you know like a rapper might say rap saved my life mm. sales saved my life hmm. do you get what i mean and mm. being able to and further than just actually selling a client the sales skills that i learned is the same thing that helped me build a personal brand same thing that helps me get into the rooms i get into and the networks i get into has helped me the business opportunities I've had in Dubai, UK, it's all been because I know how to sell and dominate a room. So for me, bro, it's, it's a game changer. And obviously now what it's done for us together is one, it's brought us together as well. Like it's allowed us to form something, but it's also allowed us to now realize that no one's grabbed this industry by the, by the horns, as they say, and, and delivered it in a way that people can digest or in a way that mm. seems appealing. Most of the time, and we and we know because we're onboarding people every single day. Mm. We we flew in to speak at a, a Gen Z event full of seven hundred and fifty people. They're all under twenty four, and even that, like, a lot of them don't have never thought of sales. No, no. which I had never. Like well, you mm. don't, innit? You're That's twenty twenty one. Like yeah. you, it's not something you think about. Yeah. I used to think sales was working in W H Smiths. Like do you know what I mean? Because that's what they, they tell you. A sales associate. I mean, that's true. It is a form yeah, of sales. Three, that was what transactional. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think what it's now made us realize is okay. There's a massive gap there. Whether it's younger generation or older generation, which is why we've built the academy. This is why we're on this mission to talk about it, and why we're also telling our story as well because mm. they're very powerful stories. Mm. And if if I had known. I can't tell you one person now in my head from the UK that looks like me that has spoke about sales or has, has made me think sales is sick. Like, nah, to be fair. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's our mission, man. Okay. What about you, Cam? What's been the impact on sales? The impact, obviously the first and the most obvious impact is, is financially, but another impact that I feel like is, is overlooked by people is just navigating different different spaces and di with different people. It's like selling to loads of different, like when, when you're young, you actually really only deal with people like you for the most part. You talk mm. to people's parents, but then other than that, you just deal with people so that are like you. Mm. Now when I'm selling, I'm the first people that I had to sell to was business owners. So I'm selling to 50 year old American older people. And it's like, it's, it's a completely different demographic. These people are business owners there. They've got loads of money. They've been successful their whole life. I need to come across as someone who is actually just sitting in my shorts with no top on 
in the bedroom at my mum's house, but I need to convince them and speak to them in a way that is going to make them trust me, respect me, and then part ways with money and treat me as as an equal because that that is actually effectively mm-hmm. what it is, and and the power to do that made me feel really confident in all walks of life that the 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 power that I could feel the fact that I've never met you before you're talking to me for the first time today you're coming off this call not only liking me respecting me but you've also sent me over five grand (laughs) now I feel now I feel like I can actually control any situation socially so the confidence that 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 confidence that that brings you is is unparalleled yeah that's crazy big facts that's crazy so how much are you lot made (laughs) you know business wise like we're in our first year firstly yeah um so when people usually ask us that their main focus is usually like what's your biggest month mm-hmm. um our biggest month in under 12 months been what just above 100k like about 100 mm. 304k okay. yeah um, that's a lot yeah do you know what it is for well, first year it is that's no that's a month that's a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. A hundred. It is. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I think, so especially for me, like, why? firstly, why I always respect Cam's journey is because Cam's had the, like, the the fire to attack this industry from his mum's house. Bear in mind, like, I had a, you could say a bit of an advantage because I was in a, I was in a room, pacing room, full of 20, 30 people, about 10 of them are millionaires. The rest are, are, are not far off. Mm. And that's every single day everyone's driving mad cars, mm. mad watches, everyone's making mad money. So me saying 100K in a month, bear in mind it's between two people. So let's say we, let's say it's about 103K between the two of us. Let's say if you break that down, it's about 50K a month. Mm. 50K a month was what I was making consistently for about five years. So I'm not dumbing it down on a, on a like pompous thing, like, oh yeah, that's nothing. But it's just that, and, 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 and I want to explain it so people get, get it, is that my paradigm is very high. I've raised the bar. Mm. So when I say mm. things, it's not to flex. It's just because... Like for me or for or for my friends, if I if I mention in my group chat, if, if some of my friends who are not online see my podcast, they don't think that's a flex. Like they're mm. like, okay, like, like they're making that like work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I so I was in an environment, and this is something I want people to that are thinking about getting into high ticket sales to understand is that generally speaking, the first thing that must happen is you must shift your mindset towards what you think is a, mm. is expensive. Mm. So making hundred k, yes, it is it is appealing. Just just to cut the crap and give them the downside, I probably say our worst months has been about maybe fifteen k. Mm. So. Okay. So it, it, it's not always glamorous, yeah. uh, but at the same time, someone else might hear that and think we're still 15K. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So, but the main thing being that anything is possible in high ticket sales because you've got 30 days to do whatever you want to do, bro. And if your tickets are 5Ks, mm. 10K packages, 3K packages, yeah. it isn't actually mad hard mm. to get 100K. Yeah, that's Not that's, to that's dim true. our light, like, cause it isn't, mm. cause on the flip side, that's a big month. That's a good month. Do you know what I mean? It's good money, money and, yeah. and 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 we're grateful. But on the flip side to that, that's very possible in our industry. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So do you think it's like this is a controversial question, right? Uh, Sales, right? Mm. Do you think it's only worth it money wise to do it if it's only high ticket? That's a good question. A very good question. Um, no, I definitely don't think it's worth okay. it to do it because the skills are invaluable. So mm. what I learned, look at what the story I just gave you. What Look what I learned in the recruitment firm. Look what I learned in the cold calling centre. True. Yeah. I weren't making nothing. That's really true. like a thousand pound a month or whatever. Yeah, so the true. skills, one thing about us, like we're big on reps. Like mm. you, you, something I put out there a lot is a million cold calls. Like when I sit and break it down, I've easily done a million cold calls. Mm. That 
experience, mm. you can't put a price on that. Mm. So there's experience and skill set and then there's results. Okay. We don't merge the two because you've got to have the experience yeah. and skill set mm. to get the results. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's yeah. true. So that's, that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say I wouldn't say it's not worth it. Yeah. What I would say on the flip side from an actionable point of view, if someone's new looking to get into sales, just get in. Don't don't try and be too picky. Mm. But at the same time, if you got someone, mm. I don't know. I know a few people who've got those roles, but if you've got someone who's got high ticket roles like we have, yeah, yeah. then find those people, tap in with them and, okay. and do you know what I mean? Shortcut the, listen, we, we never had, yeah. especially me, I didn't have someone telling me go for high ticket. I just mm. kind of fell into it. If I did, probably would have skipped all those recruitment firms mm. and advertising and gone mm. for it. Do you know what I mean? Okay, mad. Actually, I want to get into a little bit about how you lot met. So yeah. how did that happen? Because it sounded like, obviously I know Tracy was in the buyer. Mm-hmm. When we spoke last year, definitely last year. I think, yeah, yeah, last year. Five years ago? You three years ago now. You, three years yeah. ago now, yeah. Cam, how did you get to the buyer to... Yeah, so I was just... My business started to do better. When I say better, I, I had three months in a row where I'd made 10K. Mm. And I thought, because at the time it was better than any of my friends had done, I thought... I'm amazing. That's, that's what I was thinking. I'm, I must be. I must be amazing. Like, I have to be. So I, I started to to think that I was amazing. But then I also in the back of my mind knew that there's people that are my age, younger, and they're doing way more. So I I was like, eh, I actually want to get out of my bubble. And I didn't know where to go at the time. It was just after lockdown um, and you need a vaccine to travel everywhere. So I didn't know where to go. I was looking around at different places and I was like, the, the reason I'm doing this, I'm, I'm making, to me at the time, all this money and I'm just living in the same place that I lived when I had a job that I wanted to work so hard to get out of. Now things are going well and I'm still here. It made no sense. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go somewhere. And with me, I don't plan in advance. So I was like, I'm going to go somewhere and <laughs> did I'm going somewhere yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going somewhere <laughs> next week and it's somewhere. I don't know where it is. So I was thinking of to go to Cuba. And I don't know. I, well, I kind of know why. So that, the reason why, because I was doing a lot of boxing at the time mm. and Cuba was good for boxing, but there wasn't any Wi-Fi. And, and uh, genuinely, <laughs> no, no, genuinely there. I, I don't know. The, 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 no, no, they do. But because it's a communist country, it's like you have to buy a Wi-Fi card and you have to sit oh, in the. Okay. So that was the only thing that's I was nice. like, eh, no, that's dead. I was like, eh, Dubai. All right, cool. Bam. But Dubai was off to Dubai. Like no, no planning. Like the first place I stayed in had cockroaches. Like it was a mad place. Ah. I moved out straight away. Like it was, it was all just, this is just what happens when I book things. Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't pay attention to things. I was like, look, I'll just book that. Bam. Looks nice. I'm not, I'm not someone that will do the research. I'm someone I'll get there. And I'm of the belief that if I'm really as good as I think I am, mm. then when I get there, I'm going to, I'm going to flourish there. So I ended up getting there. Um, and then one of my friends um, was, he's actually Ethan, um, who's, who's a property guy. Um, and he was on holiday there. And he was like, oh, I'm going to a, to, a, to a yacht party today. You should pull up. Okay. And I was like, eh, nah, man, like, nah. He was like, no, nah, bro, pull up, pull up, pull up. I was like, no, nah, I'm here to work. I'm here to work. He's like, no, nah, pull up. I'm like, oh, when is it? He's like, it's in 30 minutes. I was like, nah. Then he was calling me like, he wasn't, he wasn't letting me not come. So I was like, all right, cool. So I rolled there. And Trist was 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 at that that yacht party, yeah. and then I was I was just there chilling, and, and Trist will explain it more. But I was there relaxing, and Trist decided he would be on the mic, and he would just start, you know, no, start mentioning basically, about yeah. Him. He was um he was being the cool guy, and it comes the cool guy like he's yeah. very cool. He's just laid back. He's just yeah. cool, and it. I was relaxed. It doesn't take a lot. Like it takes a lot to make him move too fast. That's yeah. just not his thing. Yeah. So he was on the yacht. And um, it was my, my one of my friend's yachts, uh, birthdays, 
and he's older than me. So the, so the whole crowd was a lot older. They were more mature. Like they were even older than me, like 36 and 37, mm. whatever. So he was quite young on that yacht. Yeah. So it's na- naturally, like it was kind of like, <laughs> It's kind of like the kids called over there. Do you know what I'm saying? It was the younger lot. I knew, I know he's not gonna like me saying that, but it was kind of like the younger lot over there, yeah. But I saw he was with um, Ethan, big up Ethan as well. Um, and then he was just being way too cool, bro. Everyone's like letting their hair down, drinking, whatever. And like we did a little round of shots and we put in a little rule. And he was on some, I'm not taking a shot. So I'm on some. <laughs> Who's my man, bro? Like, my man's thinking he's so cool. Like, do you know you're what? Not taking what's, a shot. Do you know what's so interesting that people say that though? Who said I think I'm cool? You no, know, I'm no, just no, chilling. No. He you doesn't say, just, he know, say he I'm just cool. sitting there. I'm actually just sitting there with me. But see, my I'm point very, is, you see, Cam, yeah, myself. Cam will come into a mad booming dance and he'll just stand there on a cool thing. Like, that's just him. Like, obviously now I know him, innit? But at the time I'm thinking, who's my man, bro? Like, about he's not taking a shot. So I've started calling him out on the mic. I'm like, so me and my boy were like, oh, cool guy. You got to take a shot, cool guy. Right. So in the end, he took a shot and that Crazy. was kind of like how we spoke. But we didn't really, like nothing else really come of it from there. And then a few days later, he messaged me or whatever. And then like, just just literally as a as a result of what had happened, like, right, we got burst that night, whatever. And then the first kind of time that we connected was I went on CEO cast okay. with Raheem. Yeah. Um, and then I, I hit him up. I was like, yo, bro, like, I didn't know what he did. Because um, something we always say is like, I had this, this whole idea of like, everything through this internet stuff is just hmm. FBA and drop shipping. Mm. It just all seemed a bit like, uh, what is all this? Like, I didn't even believe in none of it. Mm. I didn't think any of it was real. Like I just, it just sounded like a whole load of jargon. So, um, so yeah, I hit him up. I was like, what is it you do? Because a lot of these posts were very cut the crap vibe. So I had actually hit him up prior to that. I think when I done your podcast and I said mm. to him, yo, I like the vibe you're on. I'm about to introduce a hashtag called cut the crap. Didn't know what we was going to do with it. But I just said, I'm going to introduce it. Like, jump on it, bro. I literally just like, jump on it because you're you're cutting the crap. And he was like, that's cold. Duh, duh, duh. So I said to him, yo, bro, what are you doing on Wednesday or whatever? And then he was like, I'm free. And I said, I'm going to do a podcast with him if you want to come. Pull up. Because I knew it would be beneficial. Um, gives me a chance to meet him as well, see what he's about. And it gives him a chance to just be in certain rooms because I could see from his page, he's on the journey, he's building, doing content, he's doing reels. So I knew it would be beneficial. And I think at that time as well, like it was my entry point back in. And another big thing for me that I never really say enough is it was like, it was a new chapter. So I wanted a new circle. Okay. Like when you, when you, when you, if you're getting away from something or you're turning a new leaf, it's important to cut everything else that associates with that. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So like yeah, say you're quitting yeah. a bad habit, like yeah. get rid of everything. If you're quitting smoking, get yeah. rid of everything. Like don't just, do you know what I mean? So for me at that time, I was just, I was pivoting and I knew I was, but I didn't really know where though. Mm. I can't lie. I just I just I think I decided that I was gonna have a full serious run at this internet stuff. Um and I just didn't really know where. Yeah. But I thought, yeah, this guy seems like he's knee deep in it. And then um when he came, we connected and yeah, he opened my eyes to the whole space, bro. And he okay. and he was just saying to me, like, yo, what, wow. how much do you charge mm. for consultancy? I was like, oh, $150 or meeting and stuff like that he was like your guy pounds yeah he was going you? Mad. yeah bro. yeah he was going mad no because you know it was, i wasn't into con- i wasn't a consultant okay i, w- I oh, just had followers that would that. ask me okay that i follow up big up pfizer man like yeah i'll never forget this moment pfizer she's one of our in-house members mm. um and she was in dubai she had followed me for years she's from amsterdam mm. and she had followed me for years and she messaged me randomly and she was like, hey, Tris, I followed you for years. And I never used to see her engaging. And she was like, I'd really like to pick your brains on something. How much do you charge? 
I was like, huh? Hmm. How much do I charge? These times I'm going through it. Like, bro, every penny counts. I'm like, how much do I charge? Hmm, let me think about that. <laughs> yeah. But at the time, I just didn't feel comfortable, which a lot of people yeah. will relate to, hmm. with charging because I had built such a generous following, bro. Like, I'd always given away gems and game just for free all the time. Mm. So I didn't really feel right charging. So I just, yeah. kept, I did it just 150. It was just like, all right, cool. I'm just going down the road, okay. meet you, whatever. When I told him that, he was like, you're going mad. He was like, bro, like, and he start, whipped out the laptop, started going through things, like showing me like, bro, you're going mad. Like showing me what this, okay. yeah, what the space is. And then that's how it kind of started, man. Mad. Mm. Like, well, how much are you telling to charge? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it was? Do you know what? Tris didn't believe it. And then as soon as he did believe it, I was kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, Like he yeah. didn't believe it. He was so like- So you sold to him basically. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Sold to me. I, I, I've yeah. sold him like the industry. He was like, oh, at first he was like, oh, whatever. He's like, oh, you do FBA. But he, but he come from a mad pure <laughs> like, heart. I was like, kidding he, with the He FBA, would introduce bro. me to people and someone would be like, oh yeah, I've got an online business. And he'd be, Cam, he, do, he does that FBA. I'm like, bro, I don't do FBA. I just thought it was all the same, innit? Yeah, fair enough. 100%. But then as soon as I, as soon as he believed in it and I, I showed him some numbers and I, I made things make sense, um, from then he was like, okay, cool. What are you doing today? And I was like, well, I'm working. He's like, okay, cool. Come work at my office today. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, I was cool. On him, bro. And then and then he'd be like, like you want to eat? I was like, yeah. And yeah, he'd order food. And he'd, like, like, he wouldn't, let, he wouldn't let me leave. He'd be like, <laughs> what do you want to eat? I'd be like, he'd be no, like I got I'm, football. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd like, he, he eat. And then, and then I'd go home the next day. He'd be like, next morning, he'd say, what are you doing today? I'd be like, working, bro. He's like, all right, cool. Come back to my yard. Like, every yeah, day, yeah, every yeah, day literally. it was like, office, I'm getting you food. Well, if, if we're going out to eat, where do you want to go out to eat? He'd say, all right, we'll go there together. Let's no, you're actually not capping because I used yeah. to actually make yeah, sure yeah, you yeah, ate I would like, say, I'd say, bro, I, I'm compay, you know. He'd be like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, no, bro, it's true, the bag, the bag. We go out to nice restaurants. He'd be like, yep, I'm rolling. I forget I'm, about that period. Pay. That's so, crazy. Um, yeah, you got to take the nice life. Do you know what I mean? That's what you said. You said you wanted to be around that. You manifested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So you got, I didn't even see it like that though because if I'm being really honest, as mm. I said on your on your pod, I was coming back off of extreme losses. I was coming out of bankruptcy, bro. Like I'd hit rock bottom. I hadn't seen ten grand a month month at bare minimum probably in about a year bro mm. and i know to some people again it's gonna be like oh sorry you didn't see that's crazy for me bro mm. like I, I remember like since i was 20 i'd been making quarter of a mil yeah. every year mm. minimum so for me to get to a point where now for a whole year i haven't even seen five grand bro i'm dying like, it's, it's crazy so to meet him i weren't even it weren't even a thing of like come around see lifestyle mm. the reason i was saying to him come here is because I knew he had something because mm. he's sitting, like, I believed him as well. It wasn't like, I knew he weren't, because he doesn't come across, like, if it was some other, like, flashy, got the rentals, mm. dripped head to toe, mm. I'd question it, like, I'd do a little background check. I could tell that he was making it, he was, he was saying it. I'm, I was dumb, because I was thinking he's saying it online, so it must be, like, he's saying it online, <laughs> he's showing the um, stripes and that. I'm not from that game. I'm saying stripes, dude, this guy's making money, man. <laughs> so the reason I was kidnapping him, as he said, is because I just wanted to learn it, bro. Mm. I just wanted to understand what is this, what is this space and how can I fit in it? Do you mm. get what I mean? Mm. Crazy. Man, he's mature, isn't it? How old are you? Oh, that? yeah, mad. 24, man. Mad. He was and 23. He's a cool guy. He's a 20, he's and he's the cool, the cool guy. guy in the room, isn't <laughs> it? Sometimes, <laughs> he's, sometimes he's big, bro, bro. Don't get twisted. Like, sometimes he's big, bro. I shout him for decisions. Like, bro, listen, man, I don't want to do the wrong thing. Like, yo, what do you think I should do? Trust me, bro. Trust me, That's bro. crazy. So, okay. So, why did you guys decide to, I guess, go into business? Join forces. Yeah. Um, so, for a while, while that was happening, mm. we were... We were, so basically what had happened to, to really like break it down is he had said to me from a consultancy standpoint, 
and I'll give even like the audience the game as well. He said, don't charge per hour or per session. Mm. He said, start packaging it where you're charging for a transformation. So put that in the form of a package. Mm. So rather than saying I charge XYZ an hour, say I charge XYZ for amount of weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. And then he was like, and then you can up it. Then I said to him, what do I charge? And he said to me, how much do you want? And I'm like, how can, he's like, how much do you want? Like, how much do you want? I was like, I don't know. Like, how much could I get? And he started telling me like market standards, like in that kind of space, like two to five Ks, depending on what level you're at for like maybe four to eight week packages. So what had happened was he told me that. And then he said, what, what's your niche? And I said, sales, like that's my thing. And branding and marketing. Because at the time I was involved in a branding and marketing agency. So he was like, um, all right, cool. We'll start with two offers. I'm like, all right, cool. But I need to start building it. I need to start building it. He's like, no, you don't. It's like, validate your offer first. Like, make sure there's interest first. Pull it out there to the people. See what you've got as low-hanging fruit. You've got an audience already. You don't need to do paid traffic. See what you can get from that audience. Like, see who bites. So I just started, um, and, and he, bro, I can't lie. He broke down every step. Like, he even said, like, start telling stories about what you've been through and end it with a call okay, to action. So do you I've get what I'm saying? That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was seeing all of that. Okay, yeah, so I start, okay, so, I, so, that's so the I hit story it behind that. Okay. Yeah, so I jumped back online and I started mm. talking about my high ticket sales experience, mm. but no one really knew about it. So it was kind of eye opening. People knew that I was doing well, but they didn't know how. So I started talking about it, and then I'd do a little call to action, like a little poll, like if you're interested, if you want help, da da da. da. And then I started getting mad votes, especially them times because it was yeah, fresh. Yeah, yeah. I started getting mad votes, and I was like, "Yo, bro!" I started getting excited, like, "Yo, bro!" Everyone's saying that they're interested, like. And he's like, "Calm down." <laughs> he's like, "Calm down." <laughs> Doesn't mean they're gonna buy. Like, real basic sales shit. But I'd been rusty. I hadn't been selling for a while. So, um, so then yeah, we got to that point. Put the boot camp out there, sales boot camp. Sold it out of in a week, fifteen people, and we was charging two k or three k, two k. So that was like within the first two weeks. Okay. So now I'm like. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's a good start. You know? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, thing's yeah. real. This thing's real. Yeah. So then from there, what to how we ended up joining forces. So I carried on. I didn't want him to leave because he weren't living in Dubai, by the way. He was just there on, okay. on a holiday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and he kept saying, oh, he's leaving his son. So I'm thinking, nah, nah I can't, my man can't <laughs> leave, man. Can't. I ain't got it yet. I ain't <laughs> got it mastered yet. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hmm. So I'm doing my thing. He was doing his offer, which was client acquisition. So he was selling, he was helping people to basically get clients on board okay. um, and charging similar prices. And then what happened is actually what, fun, what funny happened is me and him made a bet. We was like, right, let's see who's going to oh, make yeah, the most was- money by the end of the in next year. And, it, he, and he was like, um, and we made a bet that was, and I'm still on that bet, by the way. Yeah? He made a bet that was, even though it's hard to gauge. What was it? Um, basically, whoever wins it, but either but flies the other one. Like pays for the other one. To it's go a first holiday. Class. It was a holiday. First class, isn't it? Yeah. So it was like who pays for the other person to go first class. Mm. It was just a bit of banter. So we we joined a note a note sheet mm. and it, and we used to put like what we had settled. So if yeah, I close yeah. a client for three k, I put it on there, and and what would happen? It was weird. Is that he would ha- go like five three three three. Yeah, and I might have a slow week, and I'd be like, fuck. And then he would have a slow week, and then we'd always end up like two or three K away from each other. Like, yeah. So at that time, it'd be like, I'd, I'd end a month for like 27K, and he'd end up like 26K, five, or it would always be there or thereabouts. Do you know what I mean? And then we got to the point where he went back to UK, um, and then, yeah, we was just on the phone all the time. Like, we was just talking all day, every day, because I wanted to stay in the zone. And then basically, um, we got to a point where I said to him one day in the lounge, I was like, you should, you should do something like, 
you should create like a program called Find Your Niche or something because he always mm. was teaching everyone to find their niche. Mm. He was saying this word niche, niche, niche. I'm like, you should be Mr. Niche, man. That should be your thing. I'm Mr. Cut the Crap, you're Mr. Niche, man. So um, what had basically happened was there weren't really a convo as such, innit? No, nah, there didn't need to be because we started financially, like where we were doing the bet, we can see each other's I was getting all my finances. money sent to his account because yeah. he had the okay. business account set up. Okay. So, and it was UK. I didn't have a UK account at the time. Okay. So I was getting all the... So, You're getting all the UK people. Which when I okay. think about it, we're only two months into our friendship. But it's just like 60 bags yeah, like, yeah, a month yeah, coming yeah. in. Where yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah. But the trust was just there straight yeah, away. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. naturally... And then, then I yeah. think we started helping each other with clients. It might be like, oh, yeah. I've got a client and he wants he wants this. He wants a branding. And then Chis will be like, instead of just charging them extra, just say that's in your package and I'll mm. do it. And then Tris might have someone, he'd be like, oh, they need help to make a, a landing page yeah, or yeah. something. And then I just do it. So then where we're making a very similar amount of money and now we're kind of just crossing the wires with the clients. It's like, all right, we'll just take this client and this is our client now. And now mm. all the clients, they'll be in a group chat. And then now it's like, I'm not actually going to send you. At the end of the month, I'm not going to just send you over 30K. Why don't we just keep it in one account? Why don't I just get you a card? And then now it's like, all right, I'm coming back to Dubai. Why don't we just start a business together? So it was yeah, all very literally. like a natural progression. There was no, we never sat down and were like, let's start a business together. It just naturally started crossing over. And then it crossed over so much that I don't know what's my money. He don't know what's mm. his money. It's all just a pot of money that we're both okay. working towards. Okay. Yeah, oh, literally. Man, man, man. So talk a little bit about the niche, niche right? That's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you officially called it, right? Yeah. And what like you're offering as part of it. So we've effectively got two parts of it, sales mm. and recruitment, sales training and recruitment. Okay. So we've got um, Academy at the moment, yeah. which we launched about six to eight weeks ago, um, called Cut the Crap Remote Sales Academy. Mm. So that's for people that want to get into remote sales roles or high ticket roles. So the same roles we're referring to now. Yeah. Um, and that could be selling anything from a marketing package to a one-to-one consultancy package or sales training package or PT fitness package or retreats or masterminds or whatever, high ticket things, usually 3K minimum. Um, so the business, effectively what we do is we train salespeople and companies. Mm. So we've got clients in real estate, mainly at the moment, obviously we want to dominate other industries that we go into and we train. Could be that's for a day, smart, multiple though. days. I never thought about that. Yeah. Very smart because they have to, that's what they're doing, isn't 100%. it? hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Or they we've also got clients that are also um, like B2C. So there's people that are, are online coaches mm. um, and we'll help train them or people that want to, or people that just work at real estate agencies, but their company hasn't necessarily funded us and, and got us on board. But like, so I've got a few clients that do real estate over there, but they're one-to-one clients. Mm. Um, so that's one side of it. And then the other side is the recruitment. So we've merged that together. And what we've created with the Sales Academy is you come on board, you get trained. So you get trained with online course, mm. all e-learning. With that, you get a video, a visual, and you get a PDF and a workbook. So every, every, um, as I say, episode, every module comes with homework. Okay. It's on a platform called school.com, which is very well polished. It's a very good platform. So we've taken a lot. It took us like almost two months to build this. Mm-hmm. And there's over 25 modules, 25 videos no. on average, about 30 yeah, to You 30 guys minutes. recording so yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and then we do two sessions a, uh, a week as well. Live sessions. Um, yeah, live sessions, mm. group sessions. With them as well. Okay. So then, um, so then you come on board, you get the training. When you finish with the training, you then will come to us and you'd have to pitch us and then you go for a small examination. Okay. Once you pass that examination, you get what we call the CTC accreditation. So now you can now get placed on the roles. Now, what made our, why we ended up selling so quickly with our academy is because we guarantee the role. 
So now, yeah. So okay. the reason why we can do that ah. is because we signed the contracts first with the companies. So even just ah. now, I got a message just now from someone in Dubai saying, um, "Hey, I got a company that needs re- remote salespeople, and I was just coming here." That's because what ah. we've done is we've made agreements with the companies first. We're going to go get you salespeople, but we're not just going to get just random salespeople mm. in a database. We're going to get you people we've trained mm-hmm. so, so we can stamp them. Oh, that's, right? That's sick. So within the first week when we released it, um, we targeted UK, UAE, and US. Mm. We sold our first 100 within the first few weeks. Mm. Yeah. And that was at 3K. So then we was realizing we've got something here. Mm. So then um, we upped it naturally. It's a business. And then we now have introduced a scholarship, which is because we realized that the Generation Z or kids that are in full-time education, like we had two calls, we had a call yesterday with a 15-year-old and his mum. And and most likely they're going to probably come on board. Um, and the reason what we realize is that there's a younger generation there that that they need these skills. Not even just for sales roles, bro. Even for confidence, speaking, mm, confidence, public yeah, speaking, podcasts. Like, yeah, do you get what I mean? Yeah, so we introduced a scholarship, which is at a discounted rate much more affordable to someone who's in full-time education mm. and if they can prove they're in full-time education if they're watching this episode if they watch up to this part and they see this mm. and they give us a shout then we'll give them that discount that's and that's nice. that's how we had built it and then now we're in the point of obviously we're just scaling it mm. getting it all around the world that's why we're here is because we understand that mm. our face being in front of you will remind you what we're doing yeah, more yeah, it's a yeah, marketing yeah. tool do you get what I mean so yeah. really it's a full marketing trip mm. um, and yeah man we're opening those doors you're gonna over the next few weeks you're gonna see the Cut the Crap Sales Academy probably on every blog mm. that's out there because we've got in-house distributors that We've put a distribution package together, a campaign together, should I say. Um, you're going to see us on every podcast, which is why we're here. And yeah, man, that's 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 Mad. That's, that's Cut the angle. Crap Sales Academy. Yeah, well, man, who would have thought after that conversation that I we know, had? I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. You know, we've got Crazy, Cut the Crap Sales that's Academy. Sick, yeah, bro. Mad. And the way like, you lot have fought through it as well is nuts. Yeah. The fact that you're guaranteeing roles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's bro. crazy. So when's it... So, you got something running now, right? Yeah. When's that's like the next, I guess, cohort or whatever? In regards to like onboarding? Yeah. So all we the don't, time. Yeah, is we don't the time? do, yeah, like, we don't do just cohorts. It's, it's just, you come on board because it's self-paced. Mm. It's someone else, someone might come on board and within mm. two weeks they've aced it. They know everything. They come on, they talk with us, they get mm. played. Someone else might have the course and at the moment they don't actually want to roll. Instead, they mm. just want to learn the sales and they might have it for a whole year mm. and then, then want a job. So, um, yeah, we just, take people as as and when and we've got people from all ages as well like just to I think it's important on these platforms that we talk about what's happening we post it but people might not follow us we had an 18 year old the other day called Mate who made his how much did he make on the first oh, I think it's a grand or something I thought it was one five. One five, maybe it it's, 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 it's on my testimonial he's 18 bro when he when he came on board yeah. he might be younger than 18 but when he came on no he's younger because when he came on board he used his mum's account yes, he couldn't I think pay. 16 yeah okay. used his mum's account so to give you it in, in real life terms that's a 16 year old mm. that could be doing anything but he's decided to invest into the academy yeah he's now a member of the academy he's got access to salespeople all over the world mm. it, he's got people in dubai straight away at 16 which we would never have thought of mm, and on crazy. top of that he's closed his first deal using and he said it word for word mm. using the scripts that we provide because in yeah. the, in the academy we provide scripts teach you tonality mm. introduction to calls yeah. how to close objection handling we do live role play we've got live um footage where we're showing us building the script <clears throat> so me and him for an hour and a half we're literally building a sales script mm. so not only are we just giving you it we're showing you why we said that mm. in that way why we paused at that point why yeah. we inflicted our tone at that point 
point. Do you get what I mean? So really mm. teaching people like, yeah. again, a lot of sales trainers, yeah. they don't really go into that depth of things. They'll just give you the script. Yeah. They won't tell you how they built the script. Mm. Yeah. Do you I, know what I'm saying? I, I also want to say that older people can do it too. I feel like we... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about if, that older people that want to switch because we've yeah, got cost of living crisis. Very true, very true. Who's even in sales in a role where you actually think you're pretty decent at sales, but the role doesn't have a good commission or you're someone that's in a role at the moment where they just don't want to be in that role. You can also do it too. I, I don't, I know we, we explain that, look, 16 year olds can do it and 18 year olds and Gen Z. There's also, it's, it's, it's actually for anyone. Like if, if you're older, you can also get involved too. I don't want you to think that it's super technical and you need to be like a tech whiz whilst it's remote and whilst it's on zoom. Firstly, we, we explain exactly how to do the little technical stuff, which is pretty basic, but also anyone can do it. Like mm. you, you actually, it is actually quite simple. You do just get onto zoom and talk to people like the, the main skill that you need mm. is the sales skills. Like you don't need loads of technical skills. You don't need loads of external skills. Like everything that you need is in that to then get the role. Yeah, okay, cool. What kind of what kind of like things are they selling though? If so it's packages. Insight so it's, that, so it's yeah. high ticket packages. So I'll give you yeah. an example. Um, we got closers or appointment setters that close for us. So they're selling this oh, same academy. Okay, so you like, got some people in your academy doing yeah oh, for us oh, that like, we've it. taken on board in house. Yeah, yeah, that's that is the play. Yeah, yeah, that's the play. Hundred percent. So like for example, it could be anything from like you see. I'll really break it down simply. We all see like PTs online, right? Obviously. I don't know um, like you had Kevin Cahill on here so like he teaches mm. people how to get financial literacy and mm. financial planning um, who else have I seen you've had on there you got you had Kazi on here as mm. my guy um, he teaches people how to get into property yeah. so all those services generally well, you know them I know them they're not charging cheap prices mm. I know what Kevin Cahill's charging because he was a client of ours mm. I know what Kazi's charging that's my brother these are high tickets generally start at about 3k maybe mm. 2k that's what they're selling. So they're selling on behalf of other online coaches, consultants, yeah. or businesses. Mm. Simple as that. Okay. Mm. That's crazy, man. You lot mm. have done, done well, man. Try well. Trying, What's the vision, man. overall vision? What are you trying to achieve with it? Just getting, I think the main thing is the culture of sales. Mm. Like we've got a lot of stuff up our sleeve in regards to content. Mm. Like we're going to make sales cool, bro. Like remember, remember the stuff I said in the podcast with you, mm. it happened, right? Mm-hmm. The stuff yeah, I said yeah. in the podcast yeah. five yeah, years yeah. ago we'll, happened. Yeah. We'll be back next year. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll be back next year to show <laughs> you like, the main aim is that like, you asked us a question off camera before yeah. you said, who's the competition? Mm. In reality, not to, not to say there isn't any, but in reality, most of the people that are goats in this industry are in America mm. and they're usually white guys and usually a bit older than us. Yeah. So with that being said, there's a whole open field for us to dominate. So to answer the question about the vision, we want to make it cool yeah. to be salespeople. Like, so whether that means that we're show, showcasing the fact that we're traveling and, and we're remote or whether one day it might be a mad car that comes out or it might be the house or might, things that whatever it is that, whatever as well I mean it don't have to be materialistic whatever it is people think is cool nowadays yeah young or old we're going to show people that you can get that from sales and on top of that the person you become I think that's something we don't even talk about enough Mm. the person I became through sales is really the 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 real bag do you get what I mean like I, I was able to do very well from my 20s fall down bounce back up and start doing well in my 30s. Why? Because of sales, bro. Mm. Nothing else. Because I know how to sell. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So the future is that. We've got a lot coming though. We've got um, docu-series coming out okay. this month. Um, we've got docu-series coming out this month. We've got our podcast coming out. Okay. Me and him got a podcast starting yeah. called Cutting Was it going to be weekly or monthly? Um, probably weekly. The amount we're yeah, going to we do, do it. We, we can, can make it easy. We could do it daily yeah. if we really wanted to. Really? Man. How about that? 
If we wanted to, yeah, that's yeah, how you know when Drake says he's got more tunes for the head top, bro. Well, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. content for days, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, if we if we <laughs> yeah, stopped yeah, filming yeah, yeah, today yeah. and we just use the content we got, we're good for another year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you want, then. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> so there's a lot coming from us. Um obviously, yeah, online content. We want to do some more events. We've done a few events so far. We want to do some more events, Dubai and UK. And I think the next trip will be somewhere else, not necessarily UK. Like, yeah. I want to... What are you thinking? I just want to build a... Like, you see with us, yeah, we're not scared to go into somewhere and make a big deal of something and have 10 people come. Mm. Because only and when I say that, I mean, because it's your first time. If I went to Amsterdam, for example, and only 10 followers came, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not scared of that. Yeah. Mm. Like, that's the first step. That's a chip. Do you know what I mean? Five years later, that'll be 100 people, God willing. Do you know what I mean? So... Where we, I want to go to other places, man. I want to go to America. I want to do Europe. But America, I would say, is somewhere where I want to go and spend like a good three yeah, months. We need in, to bro. conquer America. Yeah, man. Yeah, because we got, got good contacts you got Houston, there as well, you got Atlanta, yeah, yeah, LA, yeah. And you know what? New York. Yeah, yeah. This space is actually very big in America. Like, it's Huge. not. Uh, do you know what? I was talking to someone today um, and they said they've been in the sales industry for 13 years. And they said the thing that they don't like about the UK, they said most sales roles in the UK. They give you a high base, but you can't actually make that much money. So it's like the commission structure doesn't actually let you make much mm. money. So when we're talking about things here, it's almost like when you talk to people in the UK, it's almost like they don't believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like when you talk to people in America, they're like, oh yeah, sales. Normal. Oh yeah, of course. Mm. Of course, if you're good at sales, you make quarter of a million. Of course yeah. you do. Here it's like, I thought you just make Everybody's 60K. like, it's got that limiting mindset. Yeah, 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 that. Like, yeah. We don't really rate entrepreneurs. We don't yeah, really rate yeah, people yeah. making money. Yeah. Like if you, like, you see over yeah. there, like you'd be less surprised to see someone that's icy, like, like even like for example I don't know if you know about like him 500 yeah or yeah or even earn your leisure yeah. like these guys like what they're doing is financial literacy and but but they're icy they're drippy like it's mm. like over here you just don't expect that nah. and, I, and I think that's shit and don't, and, and <laughs> nah. don't get me wrong though I agree though don't get me wrong we might it might be like a get rich or die trying in the sense of we might die trying to convert it here mm. Um, but I'm just on it like I'm on the mission do you know what I mean I don't it's mind start from somewhere it's yeah, yeah, start yeah, from somewhere saying, right? like yeah. it, I always liken it to like UK rap. Yes. I've been following yeah, 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 forever. Yeah. Same, yeah. At some point, people thought, oh, no, we'll 100%. never make it here. Now, look at it. It's one 100%. of the biggest yeah, genres in the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah 100%. With US rap, basically. Yeah, 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 they even yeah, coming yeah. over here now. Yeah, yeah to bro. collaborate with our guys. So, yeah, man, that's the vision, bro. Yeah, so, yeah, so we're on the mission. I wanted to know, though, what's the drive? What's the drive to, like, obviously, because you lot want to achieve a lot. What, what's that driving force behind it? I guess you got individual yeah. answers. With, with me, it's just becoming the person that I think I am. That's, that's that's what it is. Like, like, who's that person? Here he goes. Uh, this is the cool guy. A great Here person. Goes. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is the cool guy. This yeah, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 a great, a great person. Like I think, I think I'm, I'm great. But then I need, I need to do things in real life where I can be like, see, I told you I was amazing. Yeah, no, you know what? I hear it. That's, that's it's my true. Thing, it's true. That's what the world is like. Yeah. They only based on what you've delivered yeah, yeah and, like, and, and yeah. i'm like that as well like as much as i say i think i'm great it's like i i, I need to do it so like i can't just keep saying it it's like so the more i need to do things so i can keep thinking that because mm. the worst thing will be if one day i have to turn around and be like hey, you know what man i wasn't that amazing mm. that that will pay me so not wanting to do that is 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 always my drive it's like i, I think i'm going to be someone i've always thought i was going to be someone and i just need to walk in those shoes okay Matt, what about you, Trist? Um, for me, I'd say it's the same vision, man. Like, I feel like this vision that I've got now is the same I had at 18, bro. Mm. Like, it's always been a thing of just 
I feel like one thing I've always been hot on is the next generation. So I feel like I, the drive is realizing that we kind of have a responsibility. And what I mean by that is that mm. who else is doing this, bro? Mm. Like there's, there's just, it's just, I'm, I'm doing for what I wish I had as a kid, you know, when they say like, what would a 16 year old, like, that's yeah. what, that's what the drive is. Like, I want to fulfill all of that. So a 16 year old is thinking like, that's cold. And, and because of that, mm. he, I don't know, he gets a sales role in the city. And next thing you know, yeah. you know what I mean? He's balling out of control and he's mm. looking after his family and he's doing all the things that mm. sales can help you do. So mm. yeah, I think the drive is just shifting the culture, man. It's always been the drive for me. I just want to, I want to leave a dent. Like you said about the UK rap thing, if we can be, when you think about the UK rap shift, mm. you have to mention Posty, Jamal, RIP, my brother Jamal, and Rashid, right? Mm -hmm. like just, just as three pillars, yeah? There's loads of others, but you have to think of those guys. Or if you're talking about Grime, whatever, you're talking about Wiley. If you're talking about sales, I want them to talk about us. If you're talking mm. about business, entrepreneurship, I want them to talk about us. That's okay. the drive. Do you know what I mean? You only get that from greatness. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Matt, Matt, where can people find you if they want to obviously learn more? All from over you the gaff, mate. I'm, I'm actually going to say you can't miss us in fact yeah. by the time this comes out I'm going to say you don't can't be saying confidence so, yeah, 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 it, should be, it should be if obviously YouTube I, I want people to find us on YouTube right now okay I don't even want social media I want um, I don't like Instagram and TikTok we're on every platform of course mm. it's usually the same handle Can Cam Get Rich Tris Taylor mm. um, but YouTube man we've got how comes YouTube if you don't mind me asking because, go on, well, what go on. I would say yeah. with YouTube mm. my, my the thing I like about YouTube is that Everyone makes short form content. So within 30 seconds, everyone can sound like a sales mastermind or a business okay, guru okay, or a this okay, or a that. Okay. If you have to sit there and watch me for 20 minutes, yeah. that's when you're going to you're gonna separate yourself from what we like to say, them other boys. Okay. That's, that's, okay. that's doing their thing. Okay. So in a 10 fine, minute fine, video, fine. you're going to... One, I can, I can also teach more. It's like the short form stuff, I like it, but you've almost, you're almost forced to oversell something. It's like, I'm almost forced to get on there and say, this is going to help you change your sales goal. When in reality, for us to actually help you, you've got to actually watch a 10, 20, an hour well, long video. As well. yeah, 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 it's going to have to be a longer video. In 10 seconds. So, the boys from the yeah, yeah. So, so that's what we want to do. We want people to sit down and actually watch our content and actually learn from it. Yeah, the, the short forms are good for the hooks, but mm -hmm. if we actually want to teach people and we want to show people that we're really good at this, mm -hmm. the way to do that will be longer form and on YouTube. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so Tris Taylor. Tris Taylor can, can, can get, get rich. rich. Yeah, yeah, cut yeah, the crap. YouTube, yeah. Search that. You've yeah, also, yeah, the new YouTube channel is Cut the Crap. So that's the joint. Cutting the crap. Cutting the crap. That's the start releasing content. You We've already we've dropped. We dropped our yeah, first vlog okay, the other day. Yeah, I follow that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But once right. a week, at least once a week on on the the cutting the crap. Yeah, and just, we're coming for TikTok as well. Don't get twisted. You got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know that's your yeah. bag. I know that's your. It's bag. not my bag like that. I feel like you've got a good following on there. I've got a decent following. Mm. Engagement's still... highest compared to when I remember when I was looking for our episode. Yeah, YouTube was alright, but your TikTok was TikTok's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. TikTok. And this one will do. Yeah, this come one on, man. Do, do, do but no, I love for having us on, bro. I appreciate it, man. I love that man like it's crazy like obviously because obviously obviously i met tris about yeah, Cameron, yeah. and now me and Cameron are right, like i've like seen his twin basically you know what <laughs> <laughs> similar kind of situation <laughs> but it's nice to know that obviously like from where when we had that conversation that you've like delivered this thing no in thank another you, year like i'm really hoping to see that because yeah. for me right like i think like the business thing in the uk look it really there. Mm. So yeah. I'm happy that you as are as coming from Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, happy yeah. that you come from yeah. Dubai to show it love yeah. and help people out and then obviously we can like build this space. Yeah, it, yeah. I think we've we all got a responsibility it. though. Like you know I said saying? this to Gen yeah. Z the other day, like mm. big up Gen Z, big up Black British, um, Black British Week, like, 
Dirt, big up Kaz, big up, big up yourself. Like, I feel like we all have a responsibility mm. because we're black business owners, mm. and not even just make it a black thing, but mm. like it's, we're young, we're young, and we're black business owners. Mm. And I feel like it's our responsibility. The same way Posty and those lot mm. did it with music. Who's gonna do it for us, bro? We have to do it. You gotta do it. No have one's to do it for us, bro. No one's gonna. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'll say uh, again. I'll say it again. Even big up Purpose Led, but big shout out to Gen Z because. They, you see what they're doing for their generation, mm. bro. That's key, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a, they have events like every month. Mm. Like big up Austin, who was speaking today at um, Ad Week's event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday he was at uh, Black British. Um, I think it's Black British. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Mm. Like these are like twenty two, three, four year olds, bro. Mm. So uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's on our, it's on our shoulders to do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mad, man. You got any final words for the listeners, watchers? Fucking just cut the crap, man. <laughs> yeah, cut the crap. Yeah, you don't practice that. that. Come on, man. Yeah. Nah, no, just, nah, no, that's, the that's the mantra. That's the mantra. With the and yeah, deck, man. man. You know what I'm saying? On, like, yeah, the last skin crept corner, man. Don't play with us, man. You know what I mean? Now cut the crap, man. We're out of here. I love that, man. Thanks for joining the podcast, people. Tune in next week.